God, why do I fucking follow Katy Perry on Snapchat? She's so bad. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good question. Why do you follow? Her? I don't know. I just I just removed it. I'm sorry. We literally talked shit about her. Pretty hardcore. It sucks. <laughs> Did you see she's going to be um, one of the judges on the new American Idol? Oh, yeah. Well, American Idol went to crap a long time ago. Well, now it's like her. Oh, fuck, who was it? Her, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan. Oh, that's going to be terrible. <laughs> and there's like already drama because Luke Bryan and Lionel Richie are each making like 11 million and Katy Perry is making 25 million. Jesus Christ. How the fuck is she making that much money? She can't even sell out a tour. <laughs> because old people are, you know, have all the money and they don't understand that she sucks now. Hot sports news. Check. Hot takes. Check. Hot dudes. Check. This is live from the 8155. Welcome everyone, it's episode 17 of Live from the 815 Podcast. Um, am, I, am I recording? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, team. Oh no, I am recording. <laughs> oh, God, our tech team is so good. Jesus, alright, well, we'll start back. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome. It's episode 17 of Live from the 815 Podcast. I am Colton St. Vincent. I am your co-host. I have one more co-host who's going to talk right now. I'm your other co-host, Jake LaRue. And uh, let's dive into this five-game series the Cubs are in. Uh, let's talk about the first three games that have already happened. Cubs are leading 2-1. to one. It has easily been the most tense series of all the playoffs. For uh, baseball, that is. And uh, each game is uh, it's a struggle to score runs for both teams. Colton, how have you been handling this high-pressure situation? Uh, not, not too well. Very. <laughs> I, I, um, I've been getting sick lately. I don't know if it's the emotions because I don't... What? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, tech team. What the fuck? <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. All right, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Uh, you're have so much editing. We're so professional. Anyway, I've been dealing with this very poorly. Um, I don't know if you remember last October, I lost about like 12 pounds from stress. <laughs> um, I'm not as stressed this season. I actually have seen them win, but as you said, the first three games are all high pressure, and um, other than game one, I've been working for two and three. And last night I was totally available to watch Game Four, and Mother Nature said no, thank you. So that's cool. Shout out to you, Mother Nature. Um, <laughs> I won't be able to watch it tonight, but I'm excited. We have um, Jake Arrieta on the mound, and I, I mean, he's got to know that he's got something to prove, right? Like, oh yeah, I mean, this is a huge start. I mean, if he wants, if he, you think he's going to be a Cub for in the future, this is, you know, this is one that'll. Uh, might decide that. Yeah, and he hopefully he can uh, keep the uh, starting pitching going. The Cubs starting pitchers this series have gone 18 and two-thirds innings with only one earned run allowed. 
that is huge. Basically, the whole pitching staff, including including the bullpen, other than Carl Edwards and Mike Montgomery in Game Two, have looked really, really good. But yeah, well, the Nationals have scored zero, and they scored six off of basically one. You know, just the bullpen, and then they scored one. So yeah, runs have been hard to come by. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Cubs have the the Cubs have scored three three two, so they're not exactly lighting it up either. It's been it's been, it's been fun, but also sad when they keep they keep winning. Yeah, <laughs> but the, um, the whole pitching got... thing tonight is weird. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's Jake Arrieta versus breaking news. It's Steven Strasburg all of a sudden. It's been it's been flipping back and forth uh, ever since yesterday. So, yeah, uh, so we're pretty confident it's going to be Strasburg, though. The word yesterday was that it was going to be Tanner Rourke um, because Strasburg was too sick. And then because he's a, a professional athlete on a professional franchise and they have medical uh, equipment and supplies to get him healthy from a flu, that he is all of a sudden healthy. So that's just Dusty Baker spitting out bullshit. I don't know why he even said anything. Um well, I mean, there, there are people who have serious uh, allergies around, you know, and that's what they're saying. You know, he, he's bad around mold in Chicago, you know, with all the rain. I could see him being so stuffed up and, you know, just messed up that he didn't want to pitch. But uh, we'll see if that affects him tonight. Um, it'll be fun to watch. That's for sure. He's a great pitcher when he, he's one of the best in the league when he's on. I mean, if even if you are stuffed up, you I feel like – when you're in the in the postseason, you have to have just like the fuck it mentality, where you come out and like who like you just need to fucking go get it, even if you're sick, you're healthy, or your allergies. It, that I don't know. To me, that's just if it, it it is a little soft, and some people would pitch through it. But Strasburg's always been an injury prone, tend to the or lean to the side of safer around his injuries. And I think he just thinks that him out there struggling to, you know, breathe would be worse than uh, Tanner Rourke or whatever the Nationals were going to throw out there. So. Who knows, man? I, I, I don't know. I yeah, just think if he's, he's like, obviously Scherzer is there. He's the alpha. But, like, you're still the man. You're still, like, a badass out there. And you need to have that mentality of coming in and, like, getting ready for – a huge game four. Like if you don't pitch well or pitch at all and Tanner Rourke goes out there and struggles, the season's over. Yeah, no, and the Nationals window's closing, so that he really should get out there. And uh, tonight we'll see. Well, maybe he <laughs> – I don't know. We'll see what happens. It should be a really good game. Arietta versus Strasburg. It's got the makeups of a classic so I saw on uh, Twitter today that Jake Arrieta woke up and rode 18 miles on his bike with his son. So, watch out, Nationals. He's ready. <laughs> his legs are fresh. Yeah, they're, they're nice and warm. So, eat shit, Washington. <laughs> uh, yeah, Washington's offense has just been terrible. They need a little uh, Daniel Murphy playoff magic tonight. I can't. I don't want that to happen. Um, Colton, did you see that video? It was pretty viral, of the kid in class who watched the Red Sox get eliminated from the uh, postseason. Yeah, he had to sit there in silence, but you could just read his body. and he was, Oh, my God. It was it was, it was classic. It Absolutely was pure devastation. devastation. It was sad to watch, but uh, we've all been there. So oh, I love that. 
Sure. Yeah, shout out to. I mean, I don't feel too bad for him if he's a Red Sox fan. I'm sure he's like other Boston fan. He's been playing championships. Yeah, but well, he, you know, you could tell he was a real fan too by his reaction because you can't fake that. Um, you got a game decider tonight for the Yankees and the Indians. CC Sabathia versus Corey Kluber. Uh, we can talk about that a bit later with our guest, our who's actually friend. a Yankees fan. One of one of my closest, greatest, dearest friends, uh, godfather to my two sons, um, best man at my wedding, super close friend, great friend, 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 friend. Yes, he's he's a friend of the show, friend of the podcast. I've heard he has a great singing voice. Yeah, he was uh, he was unofficially voted the most um, vocally talented in his high school class. So wow, see, these are the kind of facts you don't get on most. Uh, podcast yeah we we dig real deep for our uh, research team but we but we cover a good amount of a uh, yankees indian stock because Derek is a yankees fan so we will talk about that a little later in the show when we have our uh have our our dear goodest great amazing friend on Derek mason but we can <laughs> we can move on to the um to some other other playoff baseball the dodgers advance which isn't too much of a uh, surprise they are significantly better than the uh, Diamondbacks. So well, they were during the season. So and they care. They look like they're catching their stride a little bit. Yeah. So they're looking good. Uh, that's scary. Uh, the Astros also look pretty scary. They're uh, they're just a really good team all around. They have Correa back. Everything's clicking. I mean, um, this is playoff baseball. Like it, it's down to literally every team <laughs> that you would have said during the season that that yeah. like might win the World Series. Literally every single team in the playoffs could win the World Series right now. Yeah, you know, I'd say the Yankees are the least likely just because they're young, but they have a bullpen that goes forever. So I don't know. It, it's gonna it's gonna be exciting. I can guarantee you that, folks. That is a guarantee. Stamp it. That was a, that was a stamp. All <laughs> I right. Heard it. We can move on to um, the highlight of Monday night since we haven't been on since Monday. That was. Mitchell, the truth, Trubisky's first start. Yeah, we uh, we previewed it, and uh, basically exactly what I said would happen happened. He struggled versus a good defense with zero receivers, <laughs> and um, it you know it was fun watching. How how did you take it as a Bears fan? Well, the optimistic look is we we had seventeen points, um, seven of them from a fake punt. <laughs> and then uh, two of them from a safety, and then two from a wild two-point conversion. So, um, what a play that was! That, that was fun to watch. Am I the only one? Who, how is that legal? He the the <laughs> the second handoff was forward, right? Yeah, but they never passed the line of scrimmage. Okay. So I believe he can do that. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge expert, but yeah, a crazy uh, two-point conversion. Um, so Trubisky threw a, a, a touchdown pass off a tip, but he, he just like visually looked good. It like, it gave, it gave Bears fans hope. There's, yeah. He made a few nice passes. Uh, there was like three big drops and a couple that, you know, if, if you have a good receiver, yeah. he's just going to go up and get that. But, yeah, um, a few big drops. There were, there were about three drives that could have ended up in uh, field goal attempts that were brought back by holdings, false starts. Um, just penalties in general halted like four or five um, uh, drives. 
Jordan Howard had a, a 40 yard plus run that was brought back by a hold. So there could have been some more points on the board. And I think uh, his the name, officiating was just atrocious. It was so it was, annoying. It was a terrible game to watch because everything was just called back or there was a penalty on every single play. And it decided the game, really. But other than Trubisky um, making it move for me down there, um, I realized that Leonard Floyd is really fucking good. That dude is yeah. a monster. Oh, yeah. Um, he He's really talented. You could tell he's a super athlete, and he's got the build of a pass rusher. One of the better pa- he could be one of the better pass rushers in this league for the next, you know, five to eight years because pass rushers don't survive that long. He had he had two sacks on the night, um, and he had two um, he had two rushes that he was held on. So, and he he definitely beat his man both times. So he could have maybe got one more on the night. Huge night for him. Um, all in all, it's it's actually cool to be happy about a game that we lose. Uh, yeah, it was definitely, you know, some positive signs. And he, even though he did not play that great, that was a terrible decision at the end to throw it up against Harrison Smith. Yeah, that um, was just a veteran pro bowler baiting a, a rookie. Like that's, that's... A, a veteran pro bowler who's played the game of his life that night, too. You know, Harrison Smith was all over the field. That game, was an impressive game. of his life, I don't know. Harrison Smith is the man. He's a, he's he a, is. He's he, a top he was making in the yeah. league, and he has been for a few years now. So that's just Yeah, but he was the MVP of that game, in my opinion, for the Vikings. He was all over the place covering Zach Miller, the only really real receiving threat on the Bears. So, And he really did a good job. Um, Tariq Cohen didn't look that great. Uh, he's seen more and more like a gadget. And he, I think the Bears do need to get him going. He runs, and they need he, to get like Jordan Howard around. going. Tariq Cohen dances around and runs backwards way too much, and I'm really tired of it. Just go forward, get two yards if you can, not negative two, negative three every time. Yeah, that's his game. You know, that's what they're trying to make him do is be a guy who makes a freak play. Well, and it, it works yeah. if it, if it works twice in a game, and you only try it five times a game. I like those numbers, but when you try it every single time people are going to expect it every single time and it's just it's just it's too much um yeah i agree he's he's definitely he's got to work on his game he's rawer than people thought he was people thought he was ready to just step in and be darren sproles he's not um but he's still got that potential because of that freak speed and the Bears play the Ravens this week, which is an interesting matchup because both these teams have played up and down this season, to say the least. It's uh, The Ravens are, are not scary. No, the over-under in this game is 39.5. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty impressive. That is terrible. Um, yeah, the, the Ravens haven't really beaten anyone. Um they they beat a Cincinnati Bengals team in in week one that legally did not have an offense. Um, yeah. Then they went on and beat the Cleveland Browns week two, I believe, and then lost. It's three. They do have three wins. They beat the Raiders this last week versus EJ Manuel. Yeah. So and, and EJ but Manuel got, led. But then but their two losses are terrible. Where uh, they got beat by the Steelers and they got blown out by the Jags in London. So you, it's hard to it's hard to predict this team. Yeah, so it's it's I mean it's not a lock. It's 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 definitely going to be another game like the Vikings game where the Bears are are going to play close, have a chance. 
But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see the Ravens ever running away with this game. It's just very unlikely. They have no offense. Joe Flacco has lost his elite status that he had for about twenty minutes, and yeah. So Bears' future is looking good for the first time um, in a long time, which is cool to feel. Yeah, that's yeah. They're looking. Their offense, I guess, is looking good. I mean, Trubisky is more mobile than Mike Glennon was, and he can make a few more plays. But you guys are a long way because you have no receivers that we even no show deep, potential. We have no deep threat. We have no um, possession we just have, guy. We just have like four receivers that are that are like number threes. Yeah, maybe like number fours. Like maybe Kendall Wright could be a three. But he doesn't do anything special, so he's like a backup number two receiver, you know. So yeah, like you're number then, four. And then the uh, play calling isn't isn't dangerous. It's always it's just like a run with Howard. It was his first start, so I'm willing to give Trubisky a couple weeks until I did want them to let him unleash his arm a little bit more. But the it play was calling a little bit the play calling has has been like this all season. It's just dump, dump, dump. Maybe you get like a twenty yard pass maximum. Yeah, absolutely it has, but maybe they're waiting for um, them to learn the offense a little better, you know? Who knows? But I sure all know. in all, I gave it a thumbs up. Out of out of one thumb, up, down, or sideways, I gave it a thumbs up. Well, that's a good decision. It was, it was uh, positive. Uh, let's switch gears to the Packers, who had an amazing game this week. Probably the game that we've was... so far. That was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, every game with the Packers and the Cowboys seems to be the most fun game of the year. But um, it was uh, back and forth. Our defense was terrible. Uh, and with a minute and 13 left, the Cowboys went up by, uh, what was it, three? And um, not many people, the, the celebration cheer was not as loud as it should have been because everyone knew giving Rodgers... 73 seconds or whatever it was to uh, score was not a good idea. Yeah, um, I watched the entire game. It was the it was the first game all season that I watched the whole thing live, and it was um, awesome to watch the Packers win. And in, in uh, everyone's favorite segment, Colton's fantasy sports teams up, uh, update, I lost on that final drive because of Martellus Bennett's little dump pass that he caught. So. And Jordy Nelson being out. It was a bad drive for Colton to watch. I hate it. hate the Packers. Tired of everyone. It was cool to see uh, Devontae Adams come back after that hit and actually play. So, shout out to him. Which is yeah, that literally coming back from the dead was uh, really cool of him. Um, we had also the Packers had a running game for the first time since Ryan Grant. Um, with Aaron Jones, the sixth-round pick out of UTEP. Ooh. Yeah, I, I looked Running him up earlier. You. Our research team is really on point today. Yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone called UTEP um, running back U, and Jones is just the uh, latest uh, latest example. Yeah, perfect example. He is. <laughs> he did run. I I looked it up. He rushed for seventeen hundred yards and seventeen touchdowns in his last year, so breaking a lot of records. So I think this guy could be the real deal. He seems to hit the hole a lot harder than Jamal. I'm James Starks Williams. Ooh, good one. 
Yeah, I'm I'm hilarious. Uh, and Ty Montgomery, um, he knows the offense a million times better. He can catch passes. He's he's also an athletic freak. But Aaron Jones just hit the hole harder. So uh, it's a little bit of a running back by committee, in my opinion. So that could really it could help the Packers a lot to have a running game. And uh, yeah, what a game that was. What a game is right. That sucks, but I mean, there's really nobody in this division that should scare the Packers. No, we got the uh, uh, the Lions scare me. We got the you, Vikings this week. They looked pretty bad against you guys, if I'm if, being honest. If the Lions scare you, watch the Lions-Vikings game from week four. One of, <laughs> one of the worst games in football history. Yeah, um, I don't – yeah, I know, 14-7, to 7, I remember that game. That uh, We'll see, though, but we don't have the defense that the Vikings do. So if we're letting Matthew Stafford score every time, we could be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. But if I was a Packers fan, I, w- I wouldn't even be close to being scared. No, I, f- I definitely feel good about this season. It's gone swimmingly for how bad our injuries have been. So, yeah, that's that's your uh, NFL recap. Um, I guess now's a better time than any to kick it over to our dearest great friend, great guy, great racquetball player, um, Derek Mason. Okay, well, here we go. We welcome on um, Pulitzer Prize finalist. I, I'm not big into it, but I'm pretty sure you were, you were in uh, consideration. Um, we have Derek Mason of the Freeport Journal Standard and the Rockford Register Star. You may, I mean, you, you need no introduction. You are world famous. Derek, the one question that's on everyone's mind is, how are you doing? I am living the dream right now. Uh, you two are doing the same. Oh, I am. Thank you. Oh, we're living it up. Uh, Derek, I'm told you're a Yankees fan uh, from our research team. Yeah, our sources say. And, okay, uh, how big is your research team? Oh, it's huge. I can't even count that high. Yeah, it's definitely not just us two. But um, my, I just want to get your initial thoughts on the big game tonight with uh, CeCe on the mound. That stands for CeCe Sabathia. The yeah. Pitcher. Oh, that's that guy? Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to watching it. DC uh, had a pretty good start in Game 2. Uh, the wheels kind of fell off at the bullpen there, but if you can get the Yankees through, I, I would say five innings tonight, five solid innings. I don't think the bullpen is going to collapse uh, like it did in that game. Uh, the, real, the real issue is going up against Corey Kluber. Uh, he's not going to have as bad of a start as he did the first time around. So... Uh, I have to be honest and say I'm a little nervous. All right, what a what a prediction! <laughs> Anything can happen in one game. It is baseball. Um, Derek. So, yeah. if, speaking of real playoff baseball, uh, Game Four is tonight for the Cubs and Nationals. Do you see any? Um, are like are there any teams in the NL 
whether it's the Cubs, Nationals, or the Dodgers that, that scare you as a Yankees fan, if, if you guys somehow make a run? Uh, well, I'm uh, pretty terrified of the Yankees playing the Cubs, not because I necessarily think the Cubs are the best team, but just because I don't know if mentally and emotionally I could endure <laughs> losing a World Series to the Cubs and having to listen to Cubs fans give me crap for it for pretty much the rest of my life. Cubs, um, yeah, so Cubs, Cubs fans are known for being really smart and really loyal, and they've been watching this for years, and, and not just last year, so it's huge. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing, is that they are the most intelligent uh, fan base <laughs> that I've ever encountered. Um, <laughs> it's pretty similar to the Bears. Um, just Chicago fans in general, they've been around since, since infancy. They watch every game. It doesn't matter if they win or lose. Um, all of that I just said was a lie. Uh, oh, boom roasted, Chicago fans. <laughs> yeah, they're but, all students uh, of the game, for sure. Um, quick, uh, back to baseball, and you were talking about Aaron Judge. Who are you taking in a fight? One, Aaron Judge. Two, Jose Altuve. Oh, that, that's a really good question. And it's a fight to the death. Great question. Is it just a 1v1 here? 1v2. Two. No, two, Jose Altuve. He's oh, cloned. Two Jose okay. Yeah. Two Jose Altuve's, I think, would take down one Aaron Judge. I think he'd get one on his back and one, like, taking swings at his kneecaps. Um, I don't know if there's weapons involved, but even if there aren't, I would still probably take the two Altuve's. If, if um, Aaron Judge can't even carry one Jose Altuve, how can he carry a whole Frank, um, Yankees franchise through the playoffs? That's a good question. Thank um, you. That is a great question. Um... Oh, damn, I put him in a pretzel. <laughs> oh, boy. I would say with Aaron Judge, I, for a guy that could potentially win the MVP, I think I'll do it. I probably will win the MVP, but Judge is in the conversation. I couldn't really have less faith in the guy as an MVP candidate in the playoffs. Um, at this point, it's pretty much like you you expect a strikeout from him, and when you hit the home run or a double or something like that, it's just, Kind of icing, it's kind of icing on the cake for you. You're really expecting big hits out of guys like Gary Sanchez and Didi Gregorius more than you are Aaron Judge, which, like I said, is pretty weird for a guy that might win the MVP. Not bad, not bad. Um, so back to uh, Chicago sports. Um, I, I'm not biased or anything, but from what I saw, Mitch Trubisky on Monday night in his first career start may have the makings of the greatest athlete, not even just quarterback, the greatest athlete of all time. Um, thoughts? Uh, well, I believe he's uh, tied in career touchdown passes with uh, the Bears' punter, correct? Pat O'Donnell, <laughs> yes, but that's going up against somebody w- with a perfect passer rating this season, so that's not fair to uh, Trubisky. Oh, okay, so it's a small sample size kind of thing. Um, I honestly was watching the Yankees game pretty closely during that Bears game, so I didn't watch uh, a great deal of Bears football. Um, I know Trubisky has a great uh, Twitter game. Uh, I don't know if you've seen some of his Twitter history, but yeah, I, oh, I sure have. He's a he's a big fan of uh, kissing those kissing them titties. Hell yeah, go Packers! <laughs> yeah, I mean, with a Twitter like that, you would have to expect he's probably going to be a top five quarterback of all time. But um, <laughs> I am also I'm a Dolphins fan. I know I'm kind of all over the map. You're a Finns fan? Oh, oh baby, you got smoking Jay <laughs> down there. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the, the Jake Cutler era of Dolphins <laughs> football so far. 
I just love the fact that it seems like I care more than he does, which I, I, I don't say that as a negative, to be honest. It's just uh, kind of awesome for a guy who looks like he throws one interception and he kind of looks at you like he can throw eight more and it wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> <laughs> he sure can throw eight more. That's a fact. I've seen it live and in person. <laughs> wow. Yeah, what a terrible game. What an awful game. Yeah, uh, you didn't miss much missing the Bears game. That was just a, a penalty uh, a penalty flag palooza. It was just ter- it was bad football run by the refs. So the Yankees game was definitely the right route there. But we can. I, I think. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, jeez. I, I think I was watching like my secondary game. Like, the Bears were like my third game. I'm pretty sure I was watching the Blackhawks collapse against the Maple Leafs. I want to say they had like a three goal lead and put ten minutes left in the game or so, and they lost in overtime. So that was pretty terrible. Yeah, that's. I mean, well. I'm not like a hockey expert, but since they scored 10 goals in, in the first game, they're good for the season, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty indicative of an undefeated season. So I think that the loss in overtime was kind of... So I would expect that they win the rest of the game. All right. Jake, do you have any more questions? Um, I guess we could just jump... Uh, you're a Bucks fan. We're both Bucks fans. Um, how do you see this season going for them? Great question, Jake. Uh, well, thanks, Colton. I can see them probably securing uh, as high as maybe a four seed in the probably in the four, four to six range. Um, I think Giannis is going to have a monster season. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but Kobe Bryant challenged uh, Giannis to win the MVP this year. So I did. Hopefully. The- Hopefully that means Giannis is supposed to pull Russell Westbrook and, and stop passing the ball. And when he does pass the ball, it's strictly to get triple-double stats. Um, but I really think the Bucks are going to have a decent year. Uh, I think Todd Baker is actually going to have a decent year if he gets to be the floor a little bit more. He's kind of cut from the same cloth as Giannis. But he can um, shoot. Yeah, it, it took it took Giannis like four years to uh, develop a shot, so this is. And he still barely has one. Yeah, I mean, Giannis is more athletic and has a little more touch around the rim than Tom, but I really think they can complement each other very well. And when you have two guys that are seven feet tall in the lineup that aren't playing center and power forwards or don't have to play center and power forwards, that's a pretty big advantage for any team, obviously. All right, um, so uh, moving on to a very important question. Do you ever get mixed up in public for the Derek Mason that is the head football coach for Vanderbilt? Um, only jokingly uh, by people like you who think uh, they're the first person that's ever thought of it. Well, joke's <laughs> on you. I am the first person to ever think of that. So Yeah, and our research team was having a really tough time figuring out uh, which one was which on Google. You guys also look alike, so it was a real yeah. struggle. Okay. Uh, I hope I hope within the next year that I'm the next, I'm the first Google result. 
we hope that for you as well. That's never gonna happen. Um, I. <laughs> That's think the attitude. You earlier, I, I, I don't have very many Twitter followers, so. Well, after this, um, you'll probably break the one million mark after this great interview. That's true. I kind of forgot that I was on a podcast that gets probably what hundreds of thousands of listeners each week. Something like that. Right. Yeah, lowballing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't want to like sound cocky, but it's definitely six to seven, eight, nine digits. All right, Derek. That was um, that was a blast. That was, I I literally just peaked in life. So um, thanks for coming on. Oh yeah, no problem. Anytime. For those of you who fell in love with Derek, you can follow him on Twitter at dmason30. Um, Derek Mason of the Freeport Journal Standard and the Rockford Register Star. Let's hear it for Derek. <laughs> Woohoo! Wow, what an interview! That was our research team clapping. All right, what a what a great interview. That was maybe the best interview of all time. The best interview I've ever heard. Maybe. Yes, probably. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again for uh, Derek Mason for joining us, but we can move on to um, the movie and show t- uh, talk of the week. Pop culture talk in and, general. Yeah, and this is, w- with a heavy heart, I have to say, <laughs> I've reached the end of season three. I didn't watch episode 10. Still don't want to. Oh. I don't blame you. Spoilers for anyone if you haven't Turn seen it off Game right of now. Thrones. We're going to talk season 3 of Game of Thrones. Yes, because Colton is officially caught up to where we can talk about this. And uh, if you have seen it, because you're still listening if you have, um, that is the, probably the most, uh, I don't know, devastating moment in TV history. That's it. We're talking about the Red Wedding episode. The Red Wedding episode. For those for those of you that forgot, it's the one where Rob and Cat <laughs> die. <laughs> and his pregnant wife gets the child stabbed out of her. Like 45 times. God, and then fucking the janitor Filch from fucking Hogwarts is such a piece of shit. God, what an ass hat, dude. That, that is terrible. Jesus Christ. Well... I was I was like kind of getting the flu while watching it, and then I watched it and I felt sick to my stomach, and then that that feeling went all day. So I don't know if, if I was just really upset or if I'm actually getting sick or probably a little bit a uh, bit of both. But holy balls, man, that was brutal. Yeah, it just rips your heart out of your chest. It takes one of the best, my favorite storylines in all of TV, and just ends it. Like it just completely ends the Starks. Um, well, not their everything, because they still have some children alive, I guess, but, uh, it ends their whole, um, kingdom. (laughs) They had a kingdom, and it's just gone. Arya was so close to finally getting back to her family. She was literally steps away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She was there. She watched it happen. She she didn't watch uh, her actual family, though. Arya, she's probably going to be the biggest badass, um, in the history of TV, because I cannot see her not wanting to avenge everything that's happened to her. Well, she, she just keeps telling people that she's going to kill him in the future. And it's awesome. And I bet she will. Oh, um, she's cool. Um, you know who's the opposite of her is her sister Sansa, who I think might kill herself, honestly. Dude, like, she's had, she has nothing going for her. She's uh, married to Tyrion. 
Um, yeah, it, like her, all of her family have been killed. But she doesn't the know king, it yet. But the still, king like... will mock. The king mocks, you know, killing her dad like on a weekly basis. God, I hate, I hate, uh, fucking Joffrey. Yeah, um, he needs to die, dude. I am so sick of watching him. Uh, <sighs> I don't know when he dies. I think he dies. You know, I assume he dies because I feel like I've heard, you know, Joffrey dies. But I, it could be, it could be in a whole nother season. I have no idea. You know, we'll figure it out. But just, <laughs> yeah, I'm still just well, talking about the entire it right celebration now. episode. But uh, yeah, the Starks are all gone except for Arya, Sansa, Bran, and Rickon, Bran. And then you have Jon Snow. Who's, what about Rickon? Um, I guess, yeah. That dude's like but, six. Yeah, I don't even... I don't know what to think of Bron. He's he's doing his own little mystical journey. Yeah, he's he's like magical all of a sudden, and his... his they should just like cut off his legs. <laughs> that, that would be uh, unnecessary, but... <laughs> Just cut off his use of stupid legs. He has, um, he has way too much hair. If he, if what, he, what's his uh, What's his buddy's name? Hodor? Hodor. I'm a big fan of Hodor. He's the man. Yeah. Um. So he's going north of the wall. He was there a reason why? I really can't remember. I've I've, I've been he's doing looking. Life. He's looking for that raven. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because the three eyed raven. Yeah. So that's big. Hopefully he finds the raven, but he he can like get in like other people's minds now, which is big. He saw Jon Snow outside of that. Um, like little windmill that he was in, and he didn't like go get him. I don't know why he didn't do that. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, please meet up with Jon Snow. He will lead you, you know, to where you need to go." <laughs> like I would trust Jon Snow with my life, and I know for a fact he's not real. So, what does that tell you? That tells that tells me something. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess that's everything. Uh, I really like Lady Marjorie. I think she's super fucking hot. I thought she was really hot in Hunger Games, so I didn't even know that she was in this. So, shout yeah, out to that, shout out to her. Uh, Khaleesi is still really hot she and really bad, badass. She's a bad bitch. She like, like as of, as of right now, she's got to be the favorite to win this whole thing, right? Yeah, she's got dragons. She's got a huge slave army, and she just That's... keeps getting fucking better and better. And she's yeah, she's just gonna take over every city with slaves and just like. All of their slaves become her army, and then boom, and she's gonna literally take over the world. Hell yeah! I hope. I just hope maybe Jon Snow teams up with her or something. You know? No, their their personalities do not <laughs> mix because Daenerys doesn't give a fuck if she kills people. Like Jon Snow is gonna kill people for the well. For, for she good. only kills people who have slaves. That's like literally the only time she'll kill someone is if they're slaves. I guess uh, slave drivers. So she has morals and their strong morals but i don't know i don't know uh john Stone's opinion on slaves i have i'm guessing lately, so I mean, and yeah i guess he still got the redhead chick in the show yeah who he's actually engaged to in real life yeah. so she has really nice teeth for being a wildling so i'm, I'm, I'm calling <laughs> bullshit on this this is probably the biggest <laughs> hole in in the whole series I saw an interview with Sam. Yeah. And uh they were he was talking, he's like, Yeah, everyone keeps asking, How are you still so fat? The you have nothing to eat, you're out in the cold walking around 
I was like, you're watching a show with magic and dragons, and the thing you can't believe is that I'm still fat. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah, people yeah. were freaking out in, like, the newest season that, like, a raven was uh, flying too fast, and like a bunch of nerds did all this math and was like, well, actually, the raven typically can't fly faster than 20 miles an hour, so by my calculations, he shouldn't have gotten, like, fuck you. There's, <laughs> <laughs> and then White Walkers are literally zombies, so, like, what do you... Fucking, ah, oh, stupid. Yeah, uh, Sam killed that White Walker, too. That was pretty badass. Yeah, dude, Dragonglass. Yeah, I don't know if he killed him, because I think he might come back to life, because he is, like, you know, a zombie. So, we'll, we'll see how Well, didn't they say the, the people, the, the first men, or whatever it's called? Um, yes. They were the ones who, like, fought off the White Walkers originally? Yeah, they fought them off. They might have just, like, but dispelled then, them. But they had, like, all the Dragonglass. Yeah, they need more dragon glass. I don't know where you get that. Probably from dragons. Yeah, maybe. So back to Khaleesi. Yeah, so. Ah, this show is fantastic. Sam and Khaleesi might be the uh, power couple. They might be on a uh, one-way path to love. Um, I'm going to go with no. What an upset there. (laughs) I'm going to go with that one girl that Sam is with, the wildling. Oh, um, fuck. I, I can't think of her name. Neither. She's got the child, mini Sam, as her baby. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's that's Game of Thrones talk. Um, emotionally, I'm still unstable, but I'm glad you're all here for me. So, <laughs> have you watched any other uh, movies or anything? Have you watched Big Mouths yet? No, I haven't Jesus gotten into Christ, Big Mouths. I'm, I'm watching like one episode at a time here and there. It's not like I'm not binging it, but it is so fucking funny. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. It's, it looks really funny. It's 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 honestly the funniest show I've seen in a long time. Nice. Well, uh, good recommendation to the to the followers. Yeah, to the thousands of people. Hundreds of thousands. All right, y'all. Well, that might be um, that might be it for this week's live from the A One Five podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Colton St. Vincent or at Jake Larue One. Follow us on uh, our blog's Twitter at BackupQB underscore blog. Go to BackupQuarterback.org. Read some of our blogs. Um, uh, I've been meaning to start YouTube videos, but I just don't have anyone to film it. So we'll get there eventually. You can you can catch this podcast on, on the website, catch the blogs, the videos, the whole shebang. Catch us all on Facebook. And uh, thanks for listening. We will... Catch you on the Liberty Flop. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.